Thank you for listening to our podcast. Church at the Well is a community reintroducing Jesus in Vermont through worship, service, creativity, and community. Welcome. Happy Fourth of July. We are starting a new sermon series today where we're going to be talking about baptism. And we have a special baptism service and church picnic planned for July 25th. Aren't you so glad it wasn't today? All the people who are going to be baptized today, it would be, you'd be dedicated to the Lord for sure. Um, the 25th, I'm hoping we have some nicer, warmer weather. But what we're going to do is we're going to spend the next few Sundays talking about baptism and how baptism immerses us into Jesus. It immerses us into the way of Jesus. And luckily, we are in the perfect location for a baptism, right? So the 25th, when we have our service, we will all, after the service, march down to the beach, and those candidates who are ready to be baptized will go into the water with us, and we'll all get to celebrate that with them. And I remember when I was baptized, I was in my teen years, and I was baptized in the St. Lawrence River, and it was just a beautiful experience. It's a, a really like a, 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 a marking point in my journey with Jesus. It, it had an impact in my life. And I want to start our series this morning by looking at a passage of Scripture from the book of 1 Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the first four verses, in this passage that we're going to read together, the Apostle Paul he reaches all the way back into the Old Testament to the story of Moses and the Hebrew people crossing the Red Sea. And for those who aren't familiar with that story, I'll give you an abbreviated version. Uh, The Hebrew people were enslaved. They were in bondage to Egypt for 400 years. And God miraculously delivers them through a series of plagues and divine intervention and convinces Pharaoh to let them go free. And so Moses leads them out into the wilderness to this promised land that God has for them. But they come to this place called the Red Sea. And when they're at the edge of the Red Sea, Pharaoh changes his mind. And he gets his army together and he goes and chases them to bring them back. And and Scripture tells us in the book of Exodus chapter 13 that the the Hebrew people had a pillar of cloud by the day and a pillar of fire by night to lead them. And when they get to the Red Sea and they see Pharaoh and the armies coming, they're like, oh, no, we we would have been better off to stay in Egypt. And, And it says that the pillar of fire rested between the armies of Egypt and the Hebrew people on the edge of the Red Sea. And that night, God told Moses to, to spread out his staff, and the Red Sea parted. And so the, the whole nation of Israel, the Hebrew people, walked across on dry ground. And then the pillar of flame lifted, and Pharaoh and his armies chased them into the, the sea. And the sea closed in on them. And so literally, their past was buried, like in this water grave, right? There was no going back to Egypt. They, they had transferred their trust, the Hebrew people had transferred their trust from Egypt providing for them to God providing. See, as humans, uh, Dr. A.J. Swoboda says this in his book, After Doubt, that as humans, we have to place trust in something. 
See, sometimes we say, oh, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anything. Well, that's actually not true. As humans, we, we have to place trust in something. And, and when that trust is fractured or broken, it's not, it doesn't disappear. It's not really lost. It's transferred. See, whenever, whenever we trust something or someone and it lets us down, it, 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 that trust breaks down, we get fractured by it. Although we, we, we stop trusting in what, was, what is damaged, what our trust is damaged in, we look for something to transfer it to. And so the Red Sea is this place, right, where the Hebrew people, they transfer their trust from Egypt to God. And the Red Sea was a place of, of transformation. It was a marker. And the Apostle Paul here uses that story in Exodus chapter 14, the Red Sea Crossing, as an analogy for Christian baptism. And it's a, it's a rather bold comparison. So let's read it together. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and it's on your handout as well if you don't have your Bible with you. Verse 1 through 4, New Living Translation. I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors, in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea on dry ground. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food. All of them drank the same spiritual water, for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. And so again, the Apostle Paul is using this Old Testament story as an analogy for the Red Sea in Christian baptism because there are a lot of similarities to these two things, right? When the Israelites crossed the Red Sea, they left the past behind. It was buried in this water grave. There was no going back to Egypt. They were given a new identity. No longer were they rooted in bondage as their identity, but now they were free to pursue what God was inviting them into. And so it was a place where they solidified their pursuit of God's way, where they transferred that trust, like, no, we are all in, because the water's closed behind us, and now God's leading us into something new, and we are all in now. We are, are committed and dedicated to this. And so just as the Israelites were miraculously delivered from bondage. Just as they were uh, leaving Egypt behind, right, and heading into whatever God had for them, we too, when we enter the waters of baptism, we do some of those same things, right? We bury our past in a water grave. If, If you've ever witnessed a Christian baptism before, there's a dunking that takes place, right? And you dunk the person in the water, And then you lift them up, and they come out of the water. They rise out of the water. And that, of course, symbolizes us identifying with Christ in his death and burial and resurrection. So we go in the waters of baptism, and it symbolizes that death and burial of Christ. And then when we rise up out of the water, it's newness of life, right? We're ready to enter into this journey that God has for us, that we're journeying with Jesus. And so every follower of Jesus eventually comes to a Red Sea moment. See, when we, when we decide to 
to become a Christian and put our faith in Jesus. Um, eventually what will happen is we'll get to this, this brink of this Red Sea where we really have to decide, am, it, it, am I going to seal the deal? Am I going to fully transfer my trust? And a lot of times what happens is just like what happened to the Hebrew people, like the Egyptian armies just come after them, right? And a lot of times when we make a faith declaration in Jesus and we confess that he's Lord and we believe in our hearts, like that's, that's amazing. But usually what happens is, is our life of sin like just chases us down, right? And we come to this Red Sea moment and then that's where we really have to decide like, am I all in, in following Jesus? Am I really like fully dedicated? I'm going to transfer my trust because if I cross that sea and it closes in, there's no going back. Like I have to be fully in. And so really that's what baptism does. And the apostle Paul is saying that that Christian baptism is much like this Red Sea crossing. That there's, there's this time when we seal our commitment and dedication to Christ. And now baptism isn't magic either. We're told in the verse 5 of that Corinthians passage that we read that the people also didn't do so well. And so they, had, they still struggled with sin and they still struggled with doubt and fear and anxiety and all those things. And I think sometimes as Christians, we think baptism just solves all that for us. Like, oh, okay, we come up out of the waters and it's like a magic trick, right? We just like, we live in perfect faith. Well, the Red Sea didn't perfect their faith and baptism doesn't perfect our faith. But it's a marker. It's something we look back to and we say, that is where I'm, I went all in. That is when I crossed over. That is when I transferred my trust in Jesus. And so it's a really significant part of a follower of Jesus' journey as we journey with the Lord. It's because it immerses us into Christ. It immerses us into the way of Jesus. listening to the official podcast of Church at the Well in Burlington, Vermont. For more information about Church at the Well, including gathering time and location, events, and how you can financially support the podcast, please visit us online at wellchurchvt.com.